A man posed as an attractive blonde and convinced a police officer to hand over a patrol car. A tattoo studio is offering to remove Kanye West tattoos for free. And a doctor removed 23 contact lenses from the eye of a patient. These are the weird stories on Weird AF News. And it's for Tuesday. Yes, the Tuesday episode. We do episodes on Tuesday. We also do them on Monday. We also do them on Wednesday and Thursday. And we also do them on Friday, in case you're wondering. Yeah, we're busy over here in the closet. A man posed as an attractive woman and convinced the police to hand over a patrol car. <laughs> I had no idea. This is all it took was to put a wig on and a dress. Next thing you know, woo-woo, you're in a nice whip. A young man's fake Tinder persona of an attractive blonde woman was so convincing, he managed to persuade an active police officer to hand over his patrol car and body armor vest. <laughs> So this was an online scam that then flipped over into the real world. Duped a police officer. You think an active officer would be a little bit more savvy, but at the end of the day, I mean, who can say no to an attractive woman? Long blonde hair with a goatee. I mean, <laughs> Tyler Tatera then 23 and long fascinated with the police, used the car and the police vest in an elaborate sex money scam, swindling tens of thousands of dollars in total from three victims. They bought him iPhones, a car, and in at least one case, had sex with him. This is a very sophisticated scam. It begins with Tatera's relationship with his first victim, named in the document as Miss H. And this was a farce from the start. They met on Tinder, and for nine months, he fooled her into thinking he was a police dog handler in an undercover role. To solidify his act, he sent her photos and videos of himself in police uniform and with the car. It says here it is not clear how he got the uniform, but photos of police staff, police cars, the inside of police stations, as well as audio from a police radio were all sent to her. He also told her he owned multiple properties in a business called Empire Capitals, sending her emails from a fictional assistant named Mark, and in addition, calling himself Lord. As part of his business advice, Tatera, a.k.a. Lord, convinced this woman to buy a car for him in her name, saying that it would increase her credit score. <laughs> wow, I never thought to use that line. That being said, if you guys want to make your credit better, and we're going into a recession soon, it seems, so you're going to want to have good credit for this. Uh, you know what could help your credit score? Buying Jonesy all new sound equipment. That's great for your credit score. <laughs> make sure it's small enough to fit in my closet, please. Uh, Listen, I jest, but this is a serious scam. And, you know, romance scams are nothing to joke about. Um, romance scams annually account for millions and millions of dollars stolen from unsuspecting, usually elderly people. Uh, in this case, this woman bought him an iPhone after he said he couldn't buy it himself because he had business disputes with Vodafone. He eventually returned the car, beat up and needing costly repairs. He never returned the iPhone. This pair had a romantic relationship for nine months. Tetra struck again shortly after that. This time, he acted as a woman. 
Using the photos stolen from a former policewoman's social media account, including her in uniform, he created a Tinder profile of an alluring blonde named Tori, started messaging a second victim, an active police officer called Mr. L in the court document. Uh, Tori told Mr. L she was working in an anti-corruption operation and needed his help to plant a listening device in a patrol car. Well, Mr. L brought a marked police patrol vehicle to Auckland and handed it to Tatera, thinking he was Tory's colleague. Tatera had the car for about four hours that first time and managed to get the police car a second time later the same month. Tory had told Mr. L the listening device did not work and they needed the car again. Later that month, Mr. L handed over his spare body armor vest, again under the ruse of Tory's undercover work, to insert a listening device inside the body armor for replacement at a police station. Wow, this is just layers and layers of nonsense. Like the first victim, Mr. L was scammed into buying an iPhone 12 for Tori, who said her wealthy father's board members did not want her to have a personal phone or a social media account for fear of it getting hacked. Tetra returned the police car, but not the vest. Much later, he told police after his arrest that getting the patrol car was, quote, Worth it for the thrill of driving a Holden Commodore. Now, I had to look up this car because I'm unfamiliar with the Holden Commodore. It's a full-size car that was sold by Holden from 1978 to 2020, manufactured in Australia and in New Zealand. Uh, I assume this is the sort of car that the police use down under, eh? They use a, they use a Holden Commodore, the police force, eh? They give a little psychological backstory on Mr. Tatera saying that he had an interest in the police since he was a child. Easily bored, he tended to portray himself favorably and was skilled in using charm and deceit to get what he wanted. He told a court reporter he was groomed by an older man when he was 14 who gave him gifts and money in return for sexual abuse that ended only when he moved to Auckland at 17. He said lying to his parents was his first experience in deception. He lost his father growing up, but also said he came from a good background where he felt loved. None of this could explain his culpability, according to the district judge, Catherine Maxwell, when sentencing to Tara. Any possible link between his background and his offenses was offset by what she called his calculated decision, quote, to live outside societal norms and, to be frank, cause major chaos. Tatera's fascination with the police force connected him with his third victim, a security guard who had always wanted to be a police officer as well. Using Tori's profile, which is the female officer, Tatera met the 32-year-old security guard and father of two on Tinder, reeling him in with the promise of his dream job. Oh, he offered a job in the police force. Over text messages and Snapchat, Tori, the fake police officer, convinced the man she was a senior sergeant in the National Organized Crime Department running secret operations and could help him get onto her team through a back route. For that, he would have to meet her boss, Sion, who would turn out to be Tatera in disguise. Now, wearing Mr. L's police vest that he earlier scammed, he drove the Holden Commodore, modified with lights to look just like a police-issued vehicle, right to the security guard's house for their first meeting. Tatera looked the part, used the right police jargon, and was very confident, the man told the jury when the case went to trial. After that first meeting, a friendship began where the two men saw each other frequently for three months. The security guard visited and stayed at Tatera's family home in Wakatane, or Wakatane. Uh, Tatera, in turn, met the man's two children as well. Uh, Tatera convinced 
the man to invest in a watch, promising it would yield a large return when resold. The man also took out a bank loan, withdrew the money from his children's bank accounts, and transferred $15,000 to Tatera. And then the two men also had sex. I mean, this is outrageous. The prosecutors charged that Tatera, posing online as Tory, used the promise of three-way sex combined with increasingly large amounts of money and the offer of his dream job in the police force to get this man to have sex with him. If he refused, they alleged, the father of two would lose the money promised, the $15,000 he invested, and his spot on their police team. The article is about three paragraphs longer... Um, but I don't need to read the rest of it. Basically, he got three years and two months on eight total charges. And this story illuminates what crazy people are really possible of doing to you. So just be careful, guys, with your online behaviors. And if someone's asking you to hand over your car in a bulletproof vest, maybe think twice about that. And, you know, just be careful, guys. A tattoo studio is offering to remove Kanye West tattoos for free. So if you guys have any horrible Kanye West tattoos, maybe you got a Kanye tramp stamp 20 years ago, well, here's your chance to get it removed. But you're going to have to go to London if you want it for free. A tattoo removal studio. It's a tattoo removal studio specifically. This is what they do. Uh, they are in London, and they are offering a special deal for any regretful Kanye West fans. Nama Studios, that's N-A-A-M-A, -A. they shared on their Instagram that they are offering to remove any tattoos of the 45-year-old rapper at no cost whatsoever. In addition, on their Instagram account, they posted a video of a former fan of Kanye getting a portrait of West being removed from their arm, and they wrote over the clip, Yeezy come, Yeezy go, we'll remove your Kanye tattoos for free. They added in a caption, quote, When you have a tattoo inspired by someone you admire, and they end up making headlines for all the wrong reasons, at NAMA, we offer an empowering, empathetic, high-tech tattoo-clearing experience. If you want to change, we're here to help. Around the time of the initial post, Kanye West was being criticized, as you know, because it made world headlines. He was being criticized for making anti-Semitic comments all over the place, it seemed. In a now-deleted post, Kanye West shared a screenshot of a text exchange between himself and Sean Diddy Combs that allegedly appeared to show West claiming that Combs was controlled by Jewish people. In addition to that, he wrote, Jesus is a Jew. And the next day, Kanye West had a tweet on his Twitter account taken down after it violated the company's rules. He's been since removed from Twitter, according to Elon Musk. Before being removed, however, he wrote something extremely salacious. He wrote, uh, quote, I'm a bit sleepy tonight, but when I wake up, I'm going DEFCON 3 on JEWISH PEOPLE, all caps. The funny thing is, I actually can't be anti-Semitic because black people are actually... Jewish also. You guys have toyed with me and tried to blackball anyone who ever opposes your agenda. Uh, many people have come forward to condemn his remarks, including several companies that parted ways with the artist. Lots of celebrities have jumped on it as well. And uh, most recently, a Jewish MMA fighter offered to uh, basically kick his ass um, for spreading hate speech. This is this story is like ridiculous with Kanye, um, and I love that this tattoo company's uh, offering to remove the tattoos. It's a pretty good PR move as well because 
prior to this, who even knew what the hell NAMA was, I'd imagine. And I like that they've stepped up and offered some help um, to anyone who made the horrible decision to get a Kanye West tattoo in the first place. Uh, I don't know why you would do that. I hope a company would come forward and offer to remove my Kevin Spacey tattoo that I have on my lower back. That'd be pretty sweet. I don't think I should have to pay for that, you know? A doctor removes 23 contact lenses from the eye of a patient. Uh, this is a little bit older of a story, about two weeks. I meant to cover it, but got pretty bogged down with what I thought were stranger articles. But then I thought, you know what, let's revisit this one. Many of you sent me this. Uh, there's a woman who apparently kept putting new contact lenses in her eyes every morning without removing the set from the day before. I didn't know you had to take out the old ones. Oh my God. I was wondering why I felt all this pressure. I mean, after 10 on top of each other, doesn't that obstruct your view in some way? It's seriously weird. A doctor shared a bizarre video of the removal process of all 23 of these contact lenses from a patient's eye. I watched the video. It's, it's outlandish, man. Dr. Katerina Kurtiva posted the clip on Instagram of her teasing the lenses from underneath a woman's eyelid. The video went viral and has racked up millions and millions of views. According to the ophthalmologist's post, the patient put in a new set of lenses for 23 days in a row without ever taking the previous day's contact lenses out. The doctor captioned the video on Instagram with a quote, it says, a rare occasion when someone forgot to remove contact lenses at night and kept on putting a new one in every morning, 23 days in a row. I got to deliver the contact lens bunch yesterday in my clinic. Yeah. Forgot. That's the excuse. Forgot. I mean, I suppose you could maybe say that you were never instructed to remove the old ones, but I mean... Doesn't everybody know that? I'm, I'm not even aware of contact lenses, but I know enough that you take them out, usually before bed, right? Uh, the video shows a close-up of the patient's eye and the doctor carefully scraping the lenses out with a cotton wool bud. Elaborating in a separate Instagram post, the doctor wrote, Over a million views! Glad to have an opportunity to educate the public about contact lens hygiene wear. I've carefully separated all the contact lenses and counted a total of 23. I had to use a very fine surgical instrument, a jeweler's forceps, to separate the contact lenses. They were essentially glued together after sitting under the eyelid for about a month. Speaking to the media, the doctor said, quote, In nearly 20 years of practice, I had never seen anything like this. The patient couldn't believe it either. The patient asked if I was sure about the total number that I was counting. And I was. Yeah, 23, which is probably the amount of brain cells this patient also has, coincidentally. The doctor added that the patient was sent away with eye drops and was feeling better already. It's hard to imagine how dumb people can just keep living in the world. How do they get about? It amazes me. <laughs> I'm like, ah, I get like a parking ticket and my world crumbles. This woman's walking around with a month's worth of contact lenses in her eyes. It's just like... Somehow going to work, somehow living life. I, I don't know how people do it, man. I'm very impressed. Yay! Hey, thanks for spending some time with Weird AF News, the only podcast recorded inside a closet every day. And um, I want to give thanks and praise to everyone who sent me articles the last few days. It's been very helpful for me. I appreciate that. Uh, if you would like to support the show, you can do so by leaving a review 
subscribing to the show or telling a chum. That's right, a chum, C-H-U-M. I think that is an old school phrase for friend. So tell your chums about Weird AF News. Tell your chums, tell your family, tell your Tinder date about Weird AF News. I think it's a good icebreaker on a Tinder date, right? Talk about what podcasts you both listen to. Uh, If you guys would like to support the show with some money for the holiday season, you can join the Patreon or buy me a coffee off my website. All of that can be done, and it's weirdafnews.com. Check it out. I appreciate you, and we'll see you tomorrow.